Advanced suctioning. Advanced suctioning is indicated for multiple reasons. Most commonly, suctioning is done for the removal of secretions from the respiratory tract, but sometimes also for removal of blood or other materials like meconium or in specific cases. Airway suctioning is performed for diagnostic purposes. For example, airway secretions may be sent for microbiological and histolo histological review. Additionally, suctioning is performed to maintain the patency of artificial airways, such as an endotracheal tube or tracheostomy tube. Contraindications While there is no absolute contraindications, the healthcare provider must consider the clinical condition of the patient and possible adverse events that may occur with suctioning. Equipment This article will describe the procedure in an acute setting in a patient with artificial airway. Oxygen source and vacuum with collection container personal protective equipment, sterile saline, manual resuscitation bag for ventilation, monitoring equipment, including a stethoscope and continuous measurement of pulse oximetry and heart rate, a sterile suction catheter, preferably two different sizes, one being smaller than the appropriate size needed, additional medications as needed for comfort. Preparation. After having the appropriate equipment with an easy reach and a pulse oximetry ideally set up, the patient should be pre-oxygenated with 100% fraction of inspired oxygen either with a self-inflating bag or through the ventilator if already being mechanically ventilated technique the patient should be educated about the procedure if awake and interactive and the possibility of discomfort ensure pre-oxygenation with 100 uh, percent oxygen was done with adequate pulse oximetry measurements pre-oxygenation is required because airway suctioning procedure may be associated with significant hypoxemia Suctioning of the lower airway should be done in a sterile manner with single-use gloves and suction catheter to prevent contamination and secondary infection. After preparation with appropriate equipment at the bedside and monitoring continuous heart rate and oxygen saturation as available, the patient should be suctioned with appropriately sized equipment for their airway. The catheter should be introduced to a depth of no more than the tip of the artificial airway to prevent trauma and bleeding from the airway mucosa. Suction pressure should be kept at less than 200 millimeters of mercury in adults. It should be set at 80 millimeters of mercury or to 120 millimeters of mercury in neonates. The catheter size is used for suction and should be less than 50% of the internal diameter of the endotracheal tube. A common conversion is that one millimeter diameter is equal to three French. The use of normal saline while suctioning is not recommended by the American Association of Respiratory Care. The duration of suctioning should be less than 15 seconds per suction attempt. Following airway suction, the, air, the patient should be allowed to recover for at least 10 to 15 seconds and pre and reoxygenate as needed before resuctioning occurs. Standard precautions should be followed while suctioning by the care provider. Superficial versus deep. Superficial suctioning implies going down with the suction catheter only up to the end of the artificial airway endotracheal or tracheostomy tube, whereas deep suction implies going down into the catheter until resistance is met, which can ther theoretically be until the carina or the primary bronchi are reached. Superficial suctioning are the most advisable to avoid mucosal injury and trauma. Complications. Mucosal trauma, hypoxemia, bronchospasm, atelectasis, infection, pneumothorax, hypotension or hypertension, cardiac dysrhythmias, increased intracranial pressure.